Welcome to Live Long and Dead. I'm your host, Cosmo. It is 3.30 in the morning on Saturday, May 30th. And it's been a while since I've talked to you guys and had a few big things happen, so I figured it was time for an update. Uh, The lead story tonight is the babies had their high-risk follow-up with the high-risk pediatrician that they send you to after a long NICU stay. And uh, he was very pleased. Uh, He couldn't have gone better. Uh, Said they both look great. They're uh, growing and putting on weight really nicely, catching up to where they should be for preemies. And he was not concerned about anything that we were... Kate is currently furiously chewing on a passy after a meal. Um, all the little things we were concerned about. Cade's fast breathing. Um, the maltiness of his skin. Uh, CC's head shape. Um, all of that stuff he was not concerned with at all. He said CC's head shape looked great. Um, and they got immunized for a few things and um so that all went really well he put our mind at ease and then cc had another appointment right after with the neurologist and i didn't get to go in for that one because i was feeding kate out in the lobby but she was also very pleased and she felt her skull and dismissed the thing Heidi was worried about where the skull fused earlier than it should have and doesn't allow the brain to grow. Um, She said the skull felt normal, so that's a big relief. And um, the ultrasound looked good, so uh, made us both feel much better. And uh, both visits couldn't have gone better so yay babies good job and tonight has been a rough night James is over at grandma's house once a week he goes and spends the night there and these babies seem to know that and give us an extra hard time what should be a slightly relaxing time because we don't have a five year old in the house but nope Babies say, no, no, no. Um, They ate at 8.30, and Cece was very uncomfortable and fussy and screeching. I got Cade to fall asleep on me, and Heidi was over on the couch with a fussy Cece, so I said, hey, well, why don't you take sleeping Cade, and I'll try rocking and singing the fussy Cece, but then transferring Cade over to Heidi woke him up, so then we had two fussy babies. So that's certainly not going to do anything to ease my fear of moving a sleeping baby on me. And for the next three hours, we had two fussy, fussy, fussy babies. And I mean, Cece was extra fussy. Cade was tossing, turning, whiny, 
she was like crying. So 9.30, an hour after the bottle, I said, well, let's give her some food. Maybe that's what's up. And she hungrily ate uh, another ounce and a half. And that didn't really solve anything, though. And uh, then around 10.30, I had the idea, well, instead of us trying to force them to sleep when they're acting like this, let's unswaddle them and put them on the bed with us and let them flail around and get some energy out. And they tolerated that for... Cece tolerated it for about 15 minutes. Cade tolerated it for five minutes. And then I said, well, let's swaddle them and see if we can get them to calm down. If not, let's eat early. And the swaddling did not work. So uh ate around 11. And, geez, I don't even remember after that. I think Cade eventually calmed down. And then he and I fell asleep in the chair around midnight. And Cece, I think, fell asleep after that last bottle. She's been passed out. It's now been four hours since that bottle. And she's just starting to stir because now it's time to eat. And uh, so that was a rough experience. There was just nothing to do to console her. I'm like, okay, we pumped an extra ounce and a half in an hour after the bottle. Don't want to keep giving her food because then she'll just barf it up. And uh, at this age, it's not like there's that many different positions we can try. Um, and Heidi hurt her knee uh, getting down onto the couch. And <laughs> my ankle is gimpy because uh, in this rocking chair... If I'm going to rock the rocking chair, it's a tall rocking chair, which is great for getting up and down with the babies, but uh, <laughs> rocking it so much has made my right ankle a little gimpy. So we're we're old and a hot mess. <sighs> um, and this morning, Cade was awake from like 4 a.m. until 1 p.m. He was just awake, wide-eyed, and uh, not sleeping. And I would have expected him to be a little bit better tonight. He's still having trouble getting to sleep right now. Usually me talking in a podcast puts him to sleep. So that's been the last day and the doctor visit. Um, let's see what else is going on. Coronavirus, Los Angeles County has given the okay for restaurants to start opening 60% capacity. And I makes me wonder when I would want to go. Uh, not because I'm worried about the virus, but okay, restaurants are allowed to have 60%. Uh, I bet they're going to be pretty crowded. I, I don't want to go wait at restaurants to... Uh, sit down and stuff so I'm definitely not going to rush out and uh, be caught in the crowds um, there is one restaurant I'd definitely consider going to and that's the Aero Squadron at the Van Nuys Airport it's a real neat little restaurant it's got a 
1940s vibe, and it's right on the runway of the Van Nuys Airport. It's got a nice outdoor area, and so we could sit outside, so the social distancing thing wouldn't be an issue. And um, it's a big restaurant, so 60% capacity would be plenty of people. So I think that would probably be the first place we would go to. James loves watching the planes take off. It's expensive, um, so not a frequent occasion, but uh, they make a good burger. And uh, that's exciting. Can't wait for stuff like the L.A. Zoo to open up and let James go and do stuff. Um, well, like the zoo, are they going to let in 60% capacity and at a place where it's about gathering around exhibits and looking at animals, how's that going to work? So, uh, I don't know. And it you know, we got to be conscious of bringing anything home to the twins. And it has been really nice, uh, with James not going to school, he has not been sick since February uh, preschool is a little petri dish and for the since he started going to preschool two years ago <laughs> especially in the winter and early spring it's just been a constant runny noses and so it has been nice having a healthy healthy James for the last couple months that is the one upside of the lockdown um, Heidi and I are doing pretty good. Had a couple of rough days where we didn't communicate well, but, uh, pushed through that. And let's see what else we found out. These diapers leak. That's a huggy the ne uh, next size up. And Cece had a leaky diaper this afternoon and Cade had a leaky poopy diaper on grandpa glad it wasn't me and Heidi's waking up hi Heidi um, so that is the latest um, we've applied for CalFresh which is California's version of food stamps because for the next three months four months until Heidi gets a paycheck. We're living on my blind social security and whatever I earn from eSight. Uh, so I figure, you know, uh, explore every avenue. And that's not a lot of money for a family of five to go off of. Heidi participated in her school's graduation today, which was in the parking lot, and all the teachers made signs and were there, and then they had the families drive through the parking lot, and uh, my old high school did something similar, and bummer for these kids that that's, I don't care about the ceremony so much but just the 
lack of getting to do things with their classmates the last hurrah um that's a bummer and getting to do things with the extended family but uh in the grand scheme of things oh well (laughs) a lot of people are suffering and lots of crazy stuff going on all over the country with uh that poor guy that was murdered by a cop in Minnesota. There was no excuse for him to put his knee on his neck for over eight minutes. And it's been universally condemned by everyone that's not a racist and every cop. And it's just sad to see these riots that have broken out and the hatred towards all cops. And most cops are good people and heroes. And just like in any segment of any population, there are a-holes and bad people. And unfortunately, when there's an a-hole bad cop, that gets lots of attention. And... um, I hate when I see some of these protesters having signs that say all cops are bastards because that's not the case. Most are good, good people. And and then these protesters, most of the protesters are good, good people too. But then you get these a-holes who do just want to cause trouble. They don't care about the the cause and they just want to use that as an excuse to go loot or break stuff or then the the anarchists that show up and then there was one white guy in a gas mask that showed up on the first night and started breaking windows and Twitter says he's a cop from St. Paul and is he trying to divert the messaging from uh, the cops to look at these thugs or is he a white supremacist trying to start a race war I would definitely believe that alt-right uh, white supremacists are uh, trying to stir up trouble and it just takes one person to rile up the mob from a peaceful protest to turning violent and smashing police cars and burning down places um so uh this today cnn's headquarters was attacked i i the animosity towards the media has been really concerning from both sides today a cnn reporter was arrested by the minneapolis police Uh, they were being really nice and polite and just standing there reporting and the reporter was like, okay, uh, police, you, we'll, we'll go wherever you want us to. Just tell us where do you want us to go. And then they arrested him for an hour, for two and a half hours. And the governor apologized and said that wasn't right. And then I saw a clip on Twitter, maybe in Atlanta, I'm not sure, but a reporter and her cameraman uh, were just reporting, doing their thing. And she's like, ow. And she got shot by a cop with uh, the pepper bullets. 
And as she's saying, oh, I got shot by a pepper bullet. You see the cop and he then aims right at the cameraman and starts shooting the cameraman with it. Why? Why? She's in a yellow media vest and the guy's got a, 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 a CNN camera and you're shooting him. And I wouldn't be surprised if that cop is a MAGA Trump believer who thinks, what's the president's messaging on the media? That the media is the true enemy. Fake news. So it wouldn't surprise me if that guy is a Trumper and is brainwashed to think that the news media is the enemy. And... I'm going to try and avoid politics on this podcast, but it's going to be tough sometimes. And (sighs) remember all those times Obama called Fox News the enemy of the people? All right, he didn't. Even though Fox News was had one goal, and that was bashing Obama 24-7. I never remember Obama criticizing Fox News. And I don't remember George W. Bush. I mean, Keith Oberman, his whole thing was just bashing the crap out of Republicans and Bush. And I never heard Dick Cheney or George W. Bush criticize Oberman or MSNBC or Rachel Maddow at all. And uh, (laughs) never called Oberman an enemy of the people and a nasty person. Even though as a liberal, I would call Oberman kind of nasty sometimes. Um, so that that's been concerning. Why attack uh, CNN's headquarters? The, the reporters are just there trying to document and get your message out as protesters. So troubling times and just peaceful pro Martin Luther King had it right about the peaceful protests and uh, and there are plenty of people out there trying to do that and every time uh, violence breaks out you see protesters trying to de-escalate trying to get between the cops and the, the a-hole protesters and um, the age of social media is gay. everybody's got their phone out um, which is good. That's how we spotted that white guy with the gas mask and the tactical boots causing trouble. So um, that's good. Uh, but today, a LAPD cop, I don't know why he was solo, but he got in the middle of a mob and got beat on while trying to make an arrest. And uh, pick your battles, dude. I uh, don't know why he felt the need to try and arrest a guy alone in a giant mob. (sighs) Two days ago, or yesterday, protesters shut down a freeway here, and two California Highway Patrol vehicles happened to be wrong place, wrong time, and were driving by, and the crowd surrounded them. A couple people climbed up on one of the police cars, and... uh, (laughs) somebody broke the back window of one of the cars and when they did that the car started driving off and one protester who was hanging on the hood fell off and hit his head real hard and got knocked out and 
don't climb on a gosh darn police car. Don't break the back window. A cop kept his cool until you broke the black back window, and then he's like, ah, I got to get out of here because you guys are trying to hurt me. So um, mob mentality is scary. Uh, so that's what's going on out in the world. And mm, glad I live in the suburbs of the San Fernando Valley. I'm fairly removed from all that. But that is that. I tried watching Patton Oswalt's new stand-up special on Netflix, but fell asleep, as is tradition. <laughs> fall asleep anytime I try and watch something. Um, James has been really cute. He's been uh, really into his little water table, and I got him some little plastic naval ships and he's been having a lot of fun out there playing with that and he's been for some reason really motivated to keep his playroom clean and it's been awesome he'll come out and say daddy I made a mess in the playroom but I cleaned it up and for three or four days now his floor in the playroom has been totally clear and I'm really proud of him and I I've been meaning to start him on an allowance I've talked about it a dollar a day and if he if he creeps his playroom clean I think that's definitely worth a dollar a day and uh, feeding the cat is another chore he can do and uh, I just need to remember to do that with these twins it's so hard to remember to do stuff I still haven't uploaded uh, proof of birth for the twins uh for the CalFresh application. I've been needing to do that for like two weeks. And uh that's one thing Heidi talked to me about is uh me stepping up my game of uh, doing day to day stuff. Emptying the diaper pail, uh making sure the wipes and the diapers are stocked taking dishes into the kitchen and it's just so easy with these babies to get sidetracked or get tunnel vision like I've got Kate on me and okay then it's time to go change them and just on a mission to go change them and then on a mission to feed them and I don't notice hey there's a dirty dish that I I can take Uh, or hey, uh, you take the baby while I go to the bathroom. And, okay, I've got a few minutes without a baby on me, but again, on a mission to go to the bathroom. And I don't, hey, there's some trash on the floor. So I need to get better at that. That's been a struggle. And um, the doctor reinforced to us that at this age, you can't, spoil a baby with holding them you can't train them to only want to sleep on me and there's no you can't play hardball with them and put them in the crib and let them cry it out do what we have to do to get through this period so that was good to hear um and 
because Heidi didn't like me with a very passed out baby and on me and just staying there and not getting stuff done and that's a valid criticism um again tonight isn't going to help that fear like when my baby's passed out on me um you know they're going to stay passed out for an hour or hour and a half if i try and move them that might wake them up and like tonight i couldn't get Cade back to sleep after that and that sucked then i'm really not going to get anything done but uh yeah i need to get over that and two nights ago I tried no Cade was passed out on me at 3am so I tried putting him in the crib in the bedroom and nope immediately awake and fussing and trying to wake up Cece so that didn't work now it's now 4.05am Kate is asleep, and um, Heidi's going to have to feed Cece pretty soon, so I could take Cade back and see how that goes. I could get a little time in bed, that'd be nice. <sighs> but he's not asleep, or I could take the easier road and stay here. I don't know... So that is what is going on, and uh, I started recording my thoughts on Star Trek Picard, but then got cut off because had to go do stuff with the twins. So I will hopefully finish that soon, and um, yeah, good luck everybody with the coronavirus stuff being lightened and we'll uh, keep on trucking here with the babies and uh, when Heidi went to the graduation thing that was a hour or so that I had the twins solo so that's my second time where I've been totally alone with them and it went okay um, Cece wouldn't allow me to do much as soon as I would get her calmed down on me and I'd put her down she'd start fussing and I got an Amazon Prime now order that I had to put away nice to have that delivery windows working again uh, their inventory still isn't great but at least there are plenty of delivery windows as options um, yeah alright so I'm going to stop rambling Thanks for joining us, and I will see you next time.